Hello, everyone. I'm Contessa of Wrestling.com, joined by Robert D. Felice to talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Robert, how you doing? It's Friday, Colin. You know what that means. That means we're here. We're talking SmackDown. We're probably talking Crown Jewel. We're just talking. How you doing, man? Doing well. I've, I've missed you. I missed, you know, we, we were off last week. Uh, just, uh, you know, Rampage being on Fridays, but it's a very hectic time. We try to do the show as best we can. Uh, but we're here now, here to talk about SmackDown and Crown Jewel. I'm feeling rejuvenated, so that's nice. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, not so rejuvenated by the title swap at the end of the show tonight. We're going to talk about that. Don't you worry. And yes, we will talk about at least the SmackDown side of Crown Jewel. John Clark and I gave a, a bite-sized review a little earlier this afternoon, but Robert and I can dig into the, the SmackDown side of things because there are definitely lots of things to uh, dig into, obviously. So with that being said, Robert, I guess you know we might as well you know not bury the lead here and get into this this uh this title swap that we got because they they indeed announced they'd be doing a title swap but then the wording of the announcement said oh there's they're set for a title swap like will they just like this is very much a will they or won't they two promos out the night becky lynch said oh maybe i'll bring back becky two belts because i never lost the raw title and charlotte said i'm not gonna hand this over you hand your title over to me naturally because what champions would actually want to hand over the titles like that because in doing so you do make them look like props but that's exactly what happened robert they actually went through with the damn title swap my gosh this was bad it is what it is it worked a lot better last year when the new day and the street profits are like friends exactly exactly oh hey guys (laughs) we're on the red show you're on the blue show we gotta change this it works better that way. It's still lame. It is it's lame no matter what. Yeah. Like, but I'm at the point where I saw people complaining about this on social, and I'm like, why are you complaining? What did you expect them to do? They set the precedent that you're just gonna swap the belt. So that's what they're gonna do. Well, there's there's been a fun dynamic lately, Robert. I'm sure you've noticed that with many things, WWE leans on the fact that we all know their booking, at least sometimes, sucks. So then they set us up to get mad and be upset. And, you know, every once in a while, like with Xavier Woods, one King of the Ring, they'll actually go the other way and they'll do the, they'll do something better. Or they'll, they'll, they capitalize on that expected uh, disappointment or, or, I don't know, outrage. So, so they announced the title swap. That was what I felt. I think it was at like 4 p.m. or something, 4 30. Well, it was like five o'clock, and they're like, Oh, they're just gonna swap the belts. No, no, there was enough time for, for the for the outrage to, to start brewing. And uh, I just I, I thought there'd be something to that where it's like, Oh, they're gonna they're gonna do something. Whether it was, <laughs> I, I, I thought when they had the, the Becky uh teasing her, her uh, you know, Becky two belts thing, I was like, That'd be better, that'd be better than this. And then, you know, maybe not so much Charlotte just saying, oh, hand it over, but like something. And then Sasha Banks interrupted before the swap was complete. So, or no, I, I guess uh, Charlotte challenged her to a winner-take-all match. So that's kind of on the table, but there was no and answer. And then what, so that's do, you, an what do you do there? Does the Survivor Series become a winner-take-all scenario? Hey, I am all in favor of merging. I don't think we need two tag titles. We damn sure don't need two women's titles anymore because... They can barely give the women more than five minutes in the ring, apparently. So merge the belts, let the cream rise to the top, let the strong survive. And I think like that's the way this needs to go. I understand the argument that, oh well, this yeah, how can people be stars if there's not a brand split? But it's like let the cream rise. Because you know, uh, Roman Reigns 
became a star without a brand split. Seth Rollins was a star without a brand split. When they want you to be a star, here's a spoiler. When they want you to be a star, you're going to be a star. They One day they woke up and said, Jinder Mahal is now a serious guy and he's going to be a world champion. Deal with it. And we did. So I, I'm okay with the winner take all. And I know I'm the only one on earth. You can crucify me if you want. I like Becky versus Charlotte. It works. They're stars. The match works. Is that to say that Bianca and Sasha shouldn't be the match? Is that to say there's not a Liv Morgan? There's not a Shayna Baszler? Of course there is. But Charlotte and Becky have a chemistry, and they have a rivalry that cannot be denied. It's true. I mean, to me, that's a lot of the appeal in a very, maybe in a very different way with, you know, this ongoing Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns thing. They, they do have the history and the, the star power speaks for itself. And you can say they've done it so many times, but at the end of the day, like it's going to draw, people are going to be interested and you're not necessarily always going to know how it's going to go. Cause like they're, they're going to keep going back and forth and they're going to keep feuding for probably the next several years on and off, you know, to the end that of kinda, time. Yeah, pretty much, you know, so doing it now, it's like, all right, you know, cool. You know, um, I like this comment from Nesha saying that maybe Charlotte should have lost the title on Monday to Bianca. Then Nick could have had uh, no, Sasha. because that's what you would would consider a logical move <laughs> that dictates the use of logic. And of course, we can't have that. Of course, of course. Um, well, for now, we do know that. I mean, Be- Becky did take the Raw title, and she's going to Raw. We'll likely see her on Monday. Uh, Charlotte got the SmackDown Women's title, so uh, at least in the short term. Presumably, you know, they, they set up a, a, a feud with Sasha and Charlotte. So uh, and then, yeah, they, they, did, they did leave that option of a winner take all match for Survivor Series. Maybe we'll get uh, Charlotte versus Sasha on TV for the title before that, because Becky said, I'll face one of you at Survivor Series. So that feels like the direction they're going. And at, you know, at, this... at this point, just like forget the winner take all thing. You know, put put the three of them in the ring. That was the main event of. Not the main event. That was the WrestleMania 32. Right, right. Women's Championship match. Let him go for it again. I'm all for it. I think, of course, Sasha will lead Team SmackDown's women in a five-on-five. But I'm not against the idea of doing a championship match and several championship matches at Strasburg. Quite frankly, it looked like we were going to get Brock and Roman. Well, for a second it did, but of course that's not the way they're going to go. You bring it up and, you know, we had, Robert, you and I have talked about it before. I've said before, I would be down if they gave Roman Reigns and everybody a solid hour just to tell their story. And tonight, they got a half an hour. They got a half hour. Seven minutes about half an hour was just Roman Reigns walking to the ring. But what happened after the commercial break with Roman calling out Lesnar Heyman looking like, please stop what you're doing because he's going to come out and he's going to hurt you. That was great. Uh, Roman getting his ass kicked for once was really nice to see. And then uh, they do these weird rules with Lesnar. You've you've hurt the people. You've endangered the people. You're suspended, of course, because, of course, Lesnar's not going to be on TV two months in a row. No, no way. uh, So we don't get Lesnar... Until I assume January. Exactly. But he did yep. F5 uh, Adam Pierce, and I enjoyed that. Right out of his pants. Right, right out of his pants. He ripped his pants. Now, you know, I mean, <laughs> no girl ever wants to dance with a fool who went and ripped their pants. <laughs> but Adam, uh, Adam Pierce, poor guy. 
Man, this was very, very good. Uh, I looked like a jabroni because I tweeted like dirt one Brock was just, you know, destroying everybody. I was like, oh, you know, I'm interested to see what's going to happen here because Brock's here. He's been people up and then he got Survivor Series and I feel like um, Roman's going to face Biggie. I was like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. And I just completely overlooked the possibility that, oh, you could just suspend Brock, write him off for the next, call it two months. That's how they always do it. I, I I looked like an idiot. I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I, just, I forgot that's that's the way they do things here. And that's pointing out that, yes, I do love Roman, all right? I'm not ashamed to say it. I tweeted about it dur uh, during the segment, and I was like, this man has been probably the brightest spot uh, of WWE programming for this entire run. It's a beautiful thing. It is the one, one of the very few things that I genuinely look forward to among WWE programming every week. I'm like, what's Roman going to do? What's he going to say? What's going to happen? We've got this beautiful soap opera with Paul Heyman now continuing to heat up. We call it, we've been calling it a love triangle in recent weeks, which is very true. Some little, some heartbreak uh, potentially in the works here. Yeah, we talked, you mentioned Crown Jewel, and we talked, at least, uh, you know, touch on it a little bit. Uh, the, the, the storytelling there with Heyman throwing in the title uh, between both men and landing smack in the middle. And that, that beautiful drama just playing out there. Very, very good chef's kiss. Uh, it, it is good. I'm not ashamed to say I enjoy it a lot. Uh, some people, maybe not so much, but I'm still hooked 100%. Very, uh, very excited to see what's going to happen. Uh, John mentioned on, the, on our uh, Crown Jewel show that maybe we see Brock Lesnar come back for the Rumble, win, and then face Roman. Um, that's something. But, you know, I, 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 I hadn't I thought think, of it. But... I think day one, it's Brock and Roman. They've never done that before. That's a huge way to start off the year. I like the idea of a day one instead of a December pay-per-view. It makes Survivor Series the last pay-per-view of the year now. It's very exciting. It, it's cool to see them doing something different. And I thought Brock Lesnar was on fire here. He's, he great. he's so great. No, everyone's really digging this like babyface ponytail Brock. You know, it's pretty fun. Uh, it's definitely a, a different Brock than we've seen in quite a while uh, if, if i can even ever recall so i'm i'm on board with it it's fun uh, i'll miss having him on the show but again the part of the appeal is that he's not always going to be on every show so that's just how it is so i yeah i would imagine yeah maybe maybe day one or i would say i would say probably at this point either day one or uh royal rumble would be two the two most likely possibilities in, in my mind so one is going to be lesnar the other one's going to be mcintyre it's just a matter of who goes where yeah so, kind of wait what happens there, but I thought this was very, very good. You know, Roman with a good promo, more of his drama with Paul Heyman. Uh, you know, I'm very curious to see how that all comes to a head because they're still like Paul Heyman is still with Roman Reigns, but Reigns is mad at him. It's just kind of like, you know, problematic relationship, and it's, it's just it's it's good stuff. I'm I'm liking it. So and we don't we don't know if Paul Heyman's with Roman Reigns. Paul Heyman's just talking out his ass. You, you exactly. But for some reason, Heyman or sorry, Reigns has not yet said. You know what? No, I'm not worth you know worth it because hey, Reigns and Sutton, like you're not very good at your job, but I'm good at mine. I thought that was pretty good. So, uh, really looking forward to seeing how this unfolds, even with Lesnar getting suspended uh, in the meantime. So, uh, very much looking forward to see how happens with that. Something else I, I like tonight. We can talk about some of the maybe not so good things, but we got for once just just a chance to soak in a wonderful moment. All hail King Woods is DJ saying they had the King's coronation, Xavier Woods as the King. It, it is right. It is fitting. And rather than doing, you know, uh, Happy Corbin coming out and ruining it or, or who even knows who else, they just let Xavier and Kofi and the fans enjoy the moment and celebrate it. And it was nice, Robert. It was just nice, good-hearted, wholesome stuff. 
Good things are good, Colin, and this is a very good thing. You know, they could have gone a million different ways with this, and they didn't. They just let Woods have his moment. I feel like when a man only wants to be king of the ring and doesn't ask you for main events and doesn't ask for titles, I feel like it's easy to just let him be king of the ring, and that's what they did tonight, and it was cool. It was fun. That's all you really needed. Yeah, and uh, DJ, uh, among, I've seen this, you know, argument in general here. A lot of people are saying they want to see something really come out of Xavier winning the King of the Ring tournament, and DJ's pitching that he wants, or saying he wanted to see uh, Xavier turn on uh, Kofi and turn heel and be the heel king. But we we get a babyface king. You don't see that. And, like, why would you want to see the thing that's so predictable? I'm king. That means I rule over everybody. That means the power has gone to my head. That means I don't need my friends. Why would you need that? You don't need that. You need friendship. You, you need do. Friendship. On the, I will play devil's advocate. I think that could, that could be an interesting story, like a like a slow burn. Let the power slowly go to his head, but for him to go like turn right around the next day and turn on Kofi, oh, this guy's been you know by his side for years and years. They're like the best of friends. That would have struck me as like not right. So I think the option is on the table. Do I want to see it? Not necessarily. I don't think you need to do it. At the same time, maybe there's something to be said for, you know, it's time to Listen, do something a little different. Right now, I'm thinking Kofi should win the Royal Rumble. I think they should finagle their way into, that's a word, into a situation where it's the New Day fight, the triple threat at WrestleMania for the world title. They don't have to be enemies. They just need to do the damn thing because they need to do it. What else are you going to do? With the WWE title, here's a fact. Nobody cares about anything that Roman isn't doing in terms of main event. So just do a fun match for the WWE title. Unless you're doing Goldberg Big E, I think you should do New Day Triple Threat. I like it. I think there's a lot of story there, obviously. And then I like the idea of doing it as a, as a friendly competition kind of thing. Uh, of all three guys, just wanted to like go out there and... A, I'm saying I maybe see who's the best, and B, you know, be, fight for the title like that. That kind of writes itself, and then maybe spinning out of that, if if you really want to force it, then you could do you know maybe one of them turns heel and and something along those lines. But I think that'd be very interesting, and at least at this point, with Biggie being the champion, with Xavier winning King of the Ring, uh, with Kofi being set in stone, like he had his moment. Yeah. So that's crazy things have happened, and we're sitting here. It's October now, so. You know, it's not too crazy to think that a couple months from now that could be uh, a very feasible and, and, you know, practical option depending on how the next couple months go. So we're legitimately in a place now where you can skip to WrestleMania and not feel too bad about it. Yeah. You know, and and that's probably a, a rare thing these days for WWE. So, you know, that's definitely a positive coming out of the show here. Now, DJ's asking about it, so we got we're going to talk about it anyway because it's one of the big things tonight. He's saying, "Hey, how about Hit Row? Do you see them going for the tag titles?" <sighs> God, man, I okay. Um, I don't, I don't get it. Um, that's just me. It's like, all right, you know what? My mom told you know my mom told me when I was like five years old, Robert, that everybody has their own cup of tea. And Kit Row is not my cup of tea. And that's fine. All right. That's totally fine. Like uh, they can they can be on the show. <laughs> they can be okay. on the show. And then I don't have to like it. It's fine. You know, other people can like it. And you know, kudos to you. You go for it. 
That was not what I was expecting today. <laughs> but yes, Colin, as your mother told you when you were five years old, everybody does have their own cup of tea. Hit Row is not for you. Hit Row, I like Hit Row. They're for me. Specifically Swerve. I like Swerve. I think Swerve is money. I think BFAB has a presence. I think Top Dollar needs to stop tweeting. I think Chanti <laughs> the Adonis is good. I think they're going to be great. It's just like, it's something different. It's something fun. I hope they don't water it down by next week. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing, right? I mean, they, they did, they had a nice run on NXT, albeit a, a pretty brief one where they just kind of got rocketed up to the, the main roster here. People got behind them and, and, and what's over is over. That's really the, the moral of the story here. And, you know, they they've gotten they they they're, they're charismatic. They they got their catchphrases and and you know they they have the, the that swagger, swagger to them. So that's good. We had this like squash match with uh, Top Dollar and Swerve tonight. So uh, a report from Mike Johnson, PW Insider, had said that the, uh, Top Dollar. I, this is a little weird to me. Top Dollar is supposedly going to be pushed as a singles guy, and Ashante and Swerve would be the the tag. So um, it would make a little more sense. Maybe have like I don't know Top Dollar squash somebody on his own. I don't know, but. Uh, nonetheless, Hit Row is on SmackDown. People are, are getting behind him. And again, cool. You know, I hope I hope that they I hope the main roster treats them well. I hope they do well. Gavin comes Well, here, like here's what's cool. Using jobbers and having squash matches. That's cool. More of those. More of those across the board. Hell, the WWE champion could be in those every now and again. And it'd be fine. Yeah, there's uh, you mentioned the jobbers here with DJ saying he liked him. McAfee was kind of hyping up the jobbers. I think he said one of the guys like was really successful at the Kansas Rodeo. Yeah, he or had something. like ten matches yesterday at the Kansas City Fair or something. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was pretty fun. Oh uh, yeah, that, that's something that's kind of been missing here because uh, like sometimes I'd rather see somebody just mean, meaninglessly defeat a, a local you know competitor and, and have the competitor kind of you know talk about them a little bit rather than getting you know. King Nakamura versus Baron Corbin 10 times in, in, in what two months. So, you know, it's that's an easy way just to do something a little different. So I, I can't be I, that, that's that's good. I, I think they benefit from doing that even a little more than they have been. So uh, but to, you know, to put a little bow on it, Gavin is saying that I hate hit row. I don't hate hit row. I just I don't get it. And that's that's probably more. Colin than is a guy who isn't likely to be keeping up with the latest rap tracks on Spotify. This he's is more true. He's more likely to be, you know, checking out the score for the latest Marvel film, and that's cool. Look, I am not a guy who is going to be checking out the latest rap releases on Spotify, but I do enjoy a good presence and some good swagger when I see it. They have it in spades, and I'm rooting for them to succeed. Yeah, and I, I I like Swerve. Swerve Swerve is good. He's got Swerve's he's, great. Yeah, Swerve's great in the ring. I like him. I like I I just maybe maybe I'll be wrong. Or right? maybe 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 something will change. Maybe something will click for me when, on this main roster uh, venture here. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, <laughs> DJ's saying it's okay. Colin, have a drink for your birthday. You'll understand it. And you know maybe maybe I should do that. But um, speaking of Fit Row here, we had plenty of other familiar uh, new faces on SmackDown and some uh, familiar faces one as well. It was interesting where they had they had like a, a sustained kind of vignette for Hit Row. They had like a one minute ish vignette for Zayali. Then they had this like sixty second, maybe two minute, just like 
montage of very brief clips of it, like some of the new people coming to SmackDown. Uh, it was Ridge Holland, it was Aaliyah, it was Sheamus, um, it was Angel Garza and Brett Grill. Sheamus literally just said, "Oh, I, I I deliver banger after banger after banger," and that was it. Uh, well, what a, look, real real shit. Sheamus has been there for like 11, 12 years. Sheamus has been a world champion for most of those eleven or twelve years. Well, what can you possibly need to say about Sheamus other than, hey, he's here. If we need to, we're going to put him with Cesaro. So get ready for that. That'd be good. I'd like to see that. It just, the the way they did this, it seemed a little interesting. And uh, someone on Twitter had commented about it. And I agreed. It, it felt like almost an NXT 2.0 kind of thing. You've got all these new faces. You're just kind of like throwing them all out there. I just kind of like to tease it. Although, like, at least I'll say for this one, we had a hit row debut, but they didn't just kind of, throw you know all these people out there in a match or something at least we're kind of may maybe we'll get that next week but at least they didn't like completely just overload it tonight of having everybody new to the brand you know debuting or having like a, a no like a major segment on the show like i don't know i guess i had, I had mixed thoughts on it. it just seemed interesting to me and to me like if they if there was any chance they're going to do like a 2.0 kind of thing like a different uh mentality 100 percent Raw needs that a heck of a lot more than SmackDown, and that's all I'll Raw say about that. I, you know, I'm genuinely surprised they didn't go. We'll give you the new day. You have to give Raw Roman Reigns because Raw needs Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns could fill three hours of time. Roman Reigns is a bona fide star. Not that Big E isn't, but Raw needs things to just be set in stone for them. And I'm surprised that they don't have Roman Reigns on Raw. Raw needs a reset bad. Yeah, they do. And I don't know if it's coming, but thankfully, SmackDown tends to be um, better for the most part. One thing, not not necessarily better, very much uh, along the Raw uh, you know, way of doing things. As I mentioned a minute ago, having uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, or formerly King Nakamura here, facing Happy Corbin yet again. Uh, not too, too much to break down here other than the fact that uh, Madcap Moss uh, confronting, uh, uh, somewhat attacking um, Rick Boogs of Inkside helped King Corbin, uh, sorry, Happy Corbin win. So we are not done with this yet, my gosh. Can we just call him Baron Corbin, please? Like, there, he has a name. He's not King Corbin. He's not Happy Corbin. He's a, he's a man named Baron Corbin. I'm surprised they didn't just give him the belt. I'm surprised they didn't just put Sheamus in the ring with him and give Sheamus the belt and let him be that uh, Grand Slam champion. That's like definitely Corbin. coming. Yeah, I like That's Corbin as IC champion real quick because he can drop it to Woods, who can then drop it to Sheamus. Yeah, I like it. Makes sense. You know, that would, I mean, again, the kind of key for me and I think a solid portion of fans here is like you want them to do something with Woods, even like worst case scenario, if it's just like a even fairly brief icy title and just give him something kind of coming out of this. Uh, even, you know, while and to be my, fair, he doesn't need it. The, no. the King of the Ring crown is enough. I'm a firm believer in that. It would just be nice, you know, to, to, to keep it, I guess, for me to keep it rolling out. And maybe I'm never satisfied in that regard. It's like, okay, it's great. You gave him the gave him the crown, but like, but what now? Right? Listen, that's how, that's the how fact it works. That they, the fact that they gave him the crown is enough for me because I didn't think they would. This is true. I was very aware they would not. So at least here today uh, and even moving forward, I'll try to be uh, more appreciative of that and just content with that. But I, I hope for more for him. I, I hope like, that... I, I don't want to give them that 
out every time of, well, you know, they gave us the one thing, so we can't complain. <laughs> but I That's do want to. I do want to give them that leash for now because they did give us Woods as King of the Ring, and they gave us a coronation uninterrupted. They've been yes. very good to this man, so I'm willing to wait. Yeah. So I again, I just just the the, the we we always say the bar is very low. Just the fact that they they let him have a nice peaceful, happy coronation was a very good thing. DJ's asking if they said anything about giving title shots for King and Queen, uh, the King and Queen winners. I didn't remember hearing they that. Didn't, they didn't. But, but I, I, I like this idea of it's the Royal Rumble, right? Yes. So why don't you give the King and Queen the shot at the Royal Rumble? I like it. Uh, I like that idea. To me, though, double. I mean, we could sit here and say, oh, they should have done this hindsight 2020. With that, with that in mind, maybe they could have done uh the tournaments like i don't know january one i don't something maybe to line up a little better because now it's october i think i think they needed the gimmick for the saudi arabian show yeah like they they seem to just randomly do it well what was it last time with the the gauntlet the, and they had right, the trophy right like, right right they needed something so they got it but you know that, i i I like the idea of, of doing the the royal rumble yeah that's makes sense right um so you know maybe next i try time. to say things that make sense but thank you for noticing <laughs> Well, I felt like there wasn't a whole whole lot. I mean, when, on a, on a two-hour show, when thirty minutes goes to Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, uh, there's not whole, too too much to talk about. I'm trying to really think. Well, let's um, talk about Crown Jewel. Yeah, let's talk about Edge and Seth Rollins tearing that. You watched the show, right? You weren't. No, I, I watched it this morning. Yeah, Thursdays are your day off, so <laughs> that this was the match that you wanted to see from them. As red Hell in a Cells go, as modern Hell in a Cells go, it's the best one I've ever seen. These two guys absolutely delivered. Very fun, very innovative. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh my, there was cage bumps or chains. Edge gets the win with a curb stomp, so he's only beaten him with a cross face and a curb stomp. So I like that wrinkle and it was the definitive end of the rivalry they will not be fighting again on raw i like that yeah i thought this was great uh john and i were talking about it he said it went 28 minutes which is pretty good uh, amazing guys, match you guys went out there stephen chambers saying it was a great match for the hell in a cell uh that was very very good uh a good way to open the show i mentioned and i said earlier uh seth definitely had his working boots on he was just bumping and taking a bunch of nasty falls the one the one that always stops me was when he flew off the the turnbuckle and hit the wall and crashed to the table. That was pretty rough. Um, but all this is great. Both guys really just went out there and killed it. Um, maybe uh, in some ways a surprising result where it's like, a, pardon me, I guess, was it thought that Seth might win and then uh, have that be the way to kind of write off Edge until the new year or so. But instead, yeah. Edge wins and he's going to Raw. So I kind of and feel like Edge he'll be will around. Be on Team Raw for Survivor Series. A team Raw team captain. Will, team captain. will likely be Edge. Rollins. Uh, who else do they have as a single on Monday Night Raw? They might sneak Gable Stevenson in there. No, 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 no. No way. I'm sorry. You, Not happening. You, you think of that. Edge Rollins, Keith Lee, Gable Stevenson. I'm not calling him that. You can. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gable Stevenson can just like sneak in there in a five on five, do a couple moves. And that's an option. Well, uh, we got some comments. Lashley, Stephen Chambers suggesting. Lashley, like even Cross. Well, absolutely. Lashley, 
all great options. Maybe even those two instead of my silly game of sleeps <laughs> idea. But like maybe Lashley, Karen Cross, Keith Lee, Edgen Rollins. I can see that being the team. And then maybe like Cross gets in there with Edge. You That'd be something. Know. Yeah. You never know. They have options. I mean, it's just I wish they they did this differently. It's like again, the, the very common narrative here is like why do Survivor Series literally today? Uh, the 22nd Survivor Series is November 21st. That, that is just a day under a month of having so, these rosters, and you're fighting for brand supremacy. Like, so they're not all, all, the brand. Of the, all of the wrestlers need to develop clingy, toxic relationships with their brand that they've only known for a month. And they're going to be like, This is my brand, this is my place. I love you, and I'll fight for you forever. And that, that's just how it works. I love it. They should. That should definitely be a thing. That would make, at least that would make a little more sense, rather than just like. Or on the flip side, have be a lot more um, cold of like, okay, we're we're here for for the winner's purse, as, as Jr. likes to say. Just like we're here to win the money, and like it doesn't. We don't like you don't even have to like talk about the brand part, but you can like frame it on that. Uh, but secretly, they don't care about the brand. They care about the money. The winner gets the money. That's how it works. That's how it makes sense. And WWE, I don't feel like they do that a lot. But here, they're it's all about the brand supremacy again, even though. A month from now, these guys will barely be settled on these new brands. And to me, it took until like probably like this month, really, maybe maybe last month, August of the earliest, for the brands to feel really settled. It takes like a couple months for the brands to really feel like settled. Like, oh, these guys are we're all on SmackDown. Obviously, not just one month, but nonetheless, I digress. Two guys moving from Raw to SmackDown. We did see a Crown Jewel end on SmackDown tonight as well. Mustafa Ali and Mansoor had a match yesterday. They made history as the two first Muslim superstars to have a singles match on pay-per-view, which is great. It's a very, very you know historic moment there. And they had a match tonight on SmackDown. I thought it was good, uh, you know, on par with, with the pay-per-view match Ali, here. Ali and Mansoor, they have good chemistry. It's simple shit, man. It's so good. Simplicity is key, and these guys have nailed it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, you know, Mansoor wins again. Good for him. Um, I, I tweeted about it during the show. I feel like it would not be too crazy if he won a title at the next Saudi Arabia show. Like, that is, I feel like we're one of the works. If, even if it's a tag title, just like something. We really need, like, a European championship again or something. Something that he can win and not feel like, okay, he's the IC champ. And the belt isn't going to mean much, but yeah, yeah. I I, he's on SmackDown now. Maybe he'll be on Team SmackDown to give him some uh, prominence coming out of Crown Jewel here. So I think that'd be something to count for. Do you mentioned Team Brawl a minute ago? Maybe Team SmackDown. Um, maybe a guy like Cesaro. Maybe um... <laughs> Team SmackDown for the men. I haven't thought all the way through. I'm sure yeah. Corbin will end up on it. Yeah. I think I, I felt more about the women's matches. I haven't thought too much about the SmackDown men. And we got time. You know, it's a, we got still about a month away. It's Francois to begin wish me a day after happy birthday. Uh, Colin, this is not... you... hold on, hold on. So birthday yesterday. What the hell, man? You know, it's like <laughs> happy birthday, buddy. Like, Thank you. Appreciate you. My God, how was your birthday? Uh, never mind any any of this wrestling stuff. How was your birthday? <laughs> Tell me all I... about it. Well, I took the very chance to to get away. I literally did not log my laptop once. I was off. I just I I did not do anything. I, I relaxed. I watched Squid Games. I'm I'm hip now. I started watching I started watching Squid Games. So there you go. We talked about that on NXT when it came up on Last Night with Last Legend. I was like, I haven't seen this. 
but there you go. I start watching that, so I, I am up on some of these references here. So there's All that. All right, you're you're hip. I got. Uh, I went. I went pumpkin picking. I did fall things, which was good. I got Chinese picking? food takeout just to take it easy. I did okay. not watch Crown Jewel. I did not want to take four hours out of my day to watch Crown Jewel. I did that this you know, morning. I will so say this: go. for your birthday, they, they did put on a good show. It's very yeah. easy watch. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, it's good. That's why I said I'm feeling rejuvenated. Things are good. Had a good show tonight for SmackDown, which is nice, which helps. Um, you know, things are good. You know, SmackDown is good. Even with this draft. You love to see it. Things are good. Good things are good. And that's, I, I think SmackDown was good tonight. It was about a, about a seven, like. For me, when you, again, you give Roman Reigns the best. I'll, I'll, all right, I'm not going to go out one of the weeds. The best guy on the WWE roster, at the very least. You give him half an hour and Brock Lesnar doing Brock Lesnar things. F5 can do that out of his pants. This is it is good stuff. Like it's for me, it's impossible to look at that and like give it a, any below average rating. So for me, for that alone, I'll, I'll go like a seven point five. So you know, good show. It's, it's good stuff. You know, it, it's not going to get criticized with you know some maybe some lack of depth coming out of the draft, but can't be too upset when Brock and Roman are doing great things. And I'm hopeful maybe they'll kind of even out some of the other other stuff coming out of it. So yeah. Not bad. You know, we got, we got 7.5 from Nestor Curse. I'm getting criticized for my lack of birthday balloons. I'm sorry, I'm not a balloon kind of guy. We try to keep, keep it professional over here. Um, ah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> There's nothing more professional than balloons. Clowns work with them. It's, it's no, great. No, no. It get, like, get out. I hate clowns. Get out here with that. All right. Calling the, the, the birthday boy doesn't like clowns. I apologize. He doesn't like balloons. It's okay. The important thing is he had a good day. This is a good show. And hell yeah, man. And with that being yeah. said, you know, DJ giving a 9.5 tonight for SmackDown. Uh, Steven with a 7.5. Laura Rock with a 9 as well. So lots of good stuff. <laughs> Clowns are horrible. I didn't mean to click on that, but there you go. Clowns are horrible. I agree. Clowns are, they're, they're not meant, they're not what they're meant to be. They're not these cute things. They're very they are disturbing. They're disturbing. Yeah. We should we should just move on from them as a society. And I uh I, I will I will die on that. That, that is for sure. So with that being said, you know what's not horrible? SmackDown. SmackDown was good tonight. And also uh wrestling. Wrestling is good. We've got plenty of stuff to look forward to here. Impact Bound for Glory at the bizarre start time, 10 p.m. tomorrow. So if you want to stay up for that, watch it. If not, check out well, our coverage. Sure. And watch uh, uh not rampage, dynamite dynamite tomorrow. tomorrow. Of course. Yeah, you gotta Dustin Rhodes against Brian Danielson. You've got uh, Lance Archer against Eddie Kingston. You, on Bound for Glory, you got the Iconics going for the tag team titles. Maybe some big names showing up. Maybe, Maybe. some big Maybe. names. Maybe some monstrous <laughs> names. I don't know. Perhaps. You know? Perhaps. I, perhaps. You got Deanna and Mickey James, which is the main event anywhere in the country. You got uh, Josh Alexander, Christian Cage. Hell of a match. I'm looking forward to it, Colin. It's going to be good. going to be good. So, yes, unlike Clowns, Dynamite won't be horrible. We're gonna, we can you know, imagine and Bound for Glory will be good despite the late start time. So we don't know why it's... Oh, why uh, is it at 10 p.m.? Here's why. They're bound they're to AW. The, they're on the West Coast. So it'll not be only 7 p.m. for them. And they're bound to AW. And, like, look, you're not going to run head-to-head with Dynamite. I think it's silly. There's a day called Sunday you could run this show. They've chosen not to do that. Nah, they like to. They're doing uh, Bonfiglory Dark or, or 
something like that. But they're, they're going to do them. It's going to be a great show, I'm sure. If you want to stay up and watch it, great. If not, we'll have you covered here at WrestleZone with plenty of coverage. Otherwise, Robert and I will be back here Friday for SmackDown next week. John Clark and I will be here Monday and Tuesday for Raw and NXT. We've got a great a great stream of interviews coming, guys. Speaking of Impact, uh, Bill Pritchard recently interviewed John Schuyler, who will be fighting for the digital media title. Uh, he interviewed Booker T today. That'll be going up soon. Dominic Daniels recently interviewed Mick Foley. We're interviewing legends over here. Imagine yeah. that. Great stuff. All great stuff. All of this, all the post shows, all the interviews, all of it available on all of our platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, our podcast, where it may be. We've got you covered. So leave a like and subscribe. We appreciate you all for listening, supporting us every single time, every, every show here. It means a lot. And that being said, Robert, SmackDown, unlike clowns, it was not horrible. So, and then even if it's not SmackDown, if it's any other show, we try to do one thing above all others, whatever company you, you may follow or support. One thing above all others, Robert, can tell me what that is. Enjoy wrestling. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody.